0: Welcome to the Limitless Grit Podcast, where we have conversations with social entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and ordinary people who are achieving extraordinary results. And now, here is your host, Shristi Gajarel. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of the Limitless Grit Podcast. I want to start this episode by recommending you something. So as most of you might know that I've been traveling for the past six months, but I want to recommend you Barcelona. I've been here for the past six days and it has been one of the most amazing places I've ever visited. So if you're into hiking they have great hiking trails. If you are into art and history they have beautiful beautiful architect churches. If you are into eating they have amazing tapas, amazing food and if you're into nightlife they have great bars and discos. So no, the government of Barcelona did not pay me to say this, but I cannot recommend enough um, this beautiful city. So live, so full of energy, and so incredible. So if you're planning your next trip, definitely start with Barcelona. And also, today's episode is with Miss Pushpa Basnet. So, so I think almost everyone in Nepal know who she is because she is such a figure who changed how people think about. Um, prison system or prison cells and shed a light in such a uh, important topic. But for, for those of you who don't know her, she um, started an organization to help kids whose parents were in jail. They, they could stay with her. She provides amazing education and she is their mother. And um, I was so fascinated by her and I really wanted to have her on my podcast, but I was really mind blown by her story. She said that She was suspended from her school and people thought she wasn't going to do anything with her life, yet she graduated. She started this organization and she's making such a big impact in so many people's life and that to me was absolutely inspirational. Her story tells me that you can fail in life, but as long as you don't give up, as long as you keep going, something great can happen no matter what. She also talks about a time where she had to sell her jewelry to Keep her organization going, and the challenges she faced while having this organization, and why she didn't give up. So, I really hope her her story inspires you as much as it has inspired me. And without further ado, Pushpa Basnet, everyone. Pushpa, thank you so much for giving me your time. Thanks so much for having me. I mean, I've done so much research on you, and it was such a pleasure. But for our listeners who are not familiar with your work,
1: or how you started this organization, if you just want to give us a little bit of a background. Okay, so my name is Praspa and I'm the founder and the personal of this organization, Holy Childhood Development Center, which works for the kids in the prison. Right? And so I, how I started, I would say, like, you know, I I was studying a bachelor in social work, and we. I never wanted to study maths. So that's mm-hmm. the reason I landed in social <laughs> work. And so I got a chance to visit the jail as an intern. So that's how um, things changed in my life. Um, I was placed in police station where I asked Amira um, Chaudhary, the inspector out there, asked her like, if she could take me inside the prison just to have a look. You know what we see in movie, mm-hmm. the reality is different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I got a chance to visit and that's the time when my life changed. How privileged, how honored and how good life I have and how fortunate that I have a good parents that they're giving everything to me. But there are some other kids just because of their parents, you know, knowingly, unknowingly they've done crime, you know, and the government has have told them as you know, prisoners, you know. Just because of them the kids are suffering. You know, they're spending their childhood inside the prison mm-hmm. with their parents. You know, so that really gave me a shot of my life and that's how I thought that I should do something. And the best part of, of this journey was I was with suspended for a year in that year, you know, and so I was in intern and suspended from a college, you know, for a year. So that's how my life changed.
0: Were you suspended for bad
1: behavior or? No, I was not suspended for bad behavior, but I think I was suspended for bonking classes. (laughs) So I was kind of a person, like you know, I would not say I was naughty, but you know, influenced by friends, you know, bonk classes, go outside, you know, doing all the stuff, you know. So that was the thing I, I would say, but I think it was good. It was good I was being thrown out. So today, where I stand. I think so whatever happens, happens for a good reason. Yeah. And I think you just need to take it in a positive way. You know, rather than saying that, oh, you know, I was being thrown out, Mm -hmm. you know, life is such a... I think failure is the success of my life. That's the best part, I would say, in my life.
0: I think looking back now, you will say, oh, failure was success of my life. But at that point, when you were suspended from your school, you must be devastated.
1: And your parents must be so mad at you. I think um, the best part of my um, relationship with my parents is that they are good friends. Okay. okay. So whenever I did anything mistake, anything, still now, you know, if I do anything, if I have to take suggestions, I do talk to my parents and I do share with my parents that you know, yes, like you know, they threw me out from the college for a year. I went back and I told my father and my mom that I was been thrown out from college and I have to wait for a year to come back to the college. And my dad just Wait for a year of pushback. Don't leave that college because once you leave that college all your life, they will point at you saying that, you know, we had a student who was been thrown out from the college, right? But now, I think, um, I went back, like, I went back and started the same class with my junior friend. That was really embarrassing <laughs> at that time, you know, because you were senior, your friends are senior and now you're junior, you know, but, um, I think the most important thing was that my parents understood me. You know, They said don't worry, you know, a year will just fly, but you just have to have that hope and you have to have that um, passion to say that I can do it. Yeah. You know, and I think, yeah, I think the best thing that my parents were justified and they gave me that no need to worry. So I think uh, for me, other thing doesn't matter. That's
0: so surprising because my family here are so conservative and most of the time they're like, oh, you have to be this and that. But I think it's, I tell my cousin and my auntie too, that you have to be, like, you have to be their friend because if something goes wrong, they can come to you and let you know that, you know, like, this is the mistake I made. So they don't make bigger mistakes.
1: I think uh, the best part of my parents is because my dad and my mom travels a lot. So they've seen other world, part of the world, and you know, they're exposed to the things. And I think um, the best part of, about my dad is that he has given me a freedom of being a girl. Mm. You know, I would say that he would always be happy what decision we take. You know, he says that that's your life. You know, we are just there to guide kind you of push back. Mm. You know, and yes, like, you know, all my school life I was not good in educations, you know, because the thing was, What parents is like? You need to study. You need to get a good grade. You know, you need to be a doctor. Yes, you can be a doctor. You can be. But the thing is that the production is so high. There's no quality. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that what I feel is that why don't we can like you know we can follow our dreams. We can follow our dreams. You know, I'm not living for my parents. Absolutely. The reality is that Mm -hmm. you know someday tomorrow they'll pass away. Things Mm -hmm. will go away. But what about my life? Mm-hmm. You know, people are forgetting that, you know, you are fulfilling your dreams or are you fulfilling your parents'
0: dream? That is so true and I agree with you so much because most of the times people say, I want to be a
1: doctor and I'm like, why? Because my mom and dad wants me to, to, be, to be, a be a doctor. be a doctor because, you know, you have a role in the society status and this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. Yeah. You know, when I started this journey, people said, like, you know, even your relatives like, she's, she's looking after the a kid. She doesn't have anything to do. Mm -hmm. See what I followed my dream at that time and what I am now, people don't say anything about now, you know, so look at the differences, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think that um, people should follow your dreams, especially here, especially especially here or even outside, anyone, you know, like I'm sure like, you know, because the culture is different out there. You know, because after 18 also, you're allowed to stay with your parents or until you get married, you Mm -hmm. know, divorce, anything, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think we're sorry to say that the parents are putting their dreams on their kids' life. Mm -hmm. But the parents should find their kids' dream and passion what they can follow and guide them. I would personally say that.
0: How has your school, how is your school different than school of Nepal? Since you experienced, you know that you had such a beautiful skill and compassion towards this organization, but Nepali education system was not going to help you in any way with your dream. So, how has you changed? How have you changed
1: here? So, here, this is a residential home, okay? So, this is a residential home where the kids stays. Uh-huh. You know, they go to a normal school. Uh-huh. You know, because I don't want to run everything within the house so that tomorrow these children can't cope with the society. Uh-huh. The reality of life is that tomorrow these kids are going back to their normal life uh-huh. with their parents when the parents come out from the prison. So, here, what, so they, they have a normal school, they go to a normal school, but here we do have extra activities. Okay. Like, Taekwondo, classical guitar, oh. classical void class, you know, yoga class, they have art class, you know, and we do cooking, like bakery, gardening, everything, because you need to find the passion and like, you know, what they follow. Mm-hmm. You know, some kids might be good in study, some kids might not be good in studies. I need to see what my children really enjoy doing that. You know, so that's what I believe I have kids, you know, I had uh, two kids, you know, who finished the highest education and they wanted to, they they said they wanted to be a banker. And I was like, okay, you wanted to be a banker? (laughs) I said, I said, why? You know, because the thing is that they've seen so much within their parents, you know, the struggle of money, the struggle of life and everything. And I told them, why do you want to count somebody else's money? (laughs) Why can't you count your own money? Uh You know so it took me a year to do a counseling for my kids you know to talk to them more than counseling to talk to them to make them feel to realize that what is their passion mm-hmm. what they should follow you know so i took my my older daughter to lots of uh, art exhibitions and everything now look at her she's starting fine art
0: yeah.
1: you know look at my other boy He's starting now development studies you know which can, because he's very good in doing you know, practical work. You know, he, he looks after my administration, practical work. So he's so good in that thing. So you need to guide them uh-huh. to make them follow that you're good in this thing. And that would lead you to a good life. And that would lead you to make you happy. Yep.
0: I couldn't agree more because I was telling you I was working in finance and I was working in one of the biggest banks and I was doing investments and I would come home and i cry. And I was living in Manhattan with two of my best friends and so-called living the American dream. And when you are doing something that you don't like for 50 hours a week, you it's like you're selling your soul, you know, and it's so unfulfilling. And the worst thing is having money and feeling unfulfilled. And it's so
1: incredible. Feel that you're alone. Yeah. You know, the, the thing is that, um, like, you know, in, even in U.S. or anyway, you know, you might have a life, you know, where you carry your fancy bags. And, <laughs> but at last, when you go to a bed, you need to have a really good sleep.
0: You need to have a reason to live. Yes,
1: you know. And I think that's the thing that really makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You know, and here that's the thing I tell my kids. You should follow your dreams. You know, you will fail. You know, nothing comes with, like, nobody sucks within a day. Mm-hmm. When you fail, you, know, you will know how to, to have a new technique of going up, people don't realize. I always tell my, i always tell my kids. All my life, I had a failure in education part. Mm-hmm. No other thing, I was really good, but um, that what really made me feel. Uh, now at this point, like you know, my friend who was so good in study, I look at them now. They are a housewife. Mm-hmm. You know, what about they? Like you know, they are so good in education. You know everything. Are you just living for your own family? Yes, you do live mm-hmm. for your own family, but. Are you happy? Yeah. You know, that really makes me, like, strike, you know. And some way I would think, like, you know, I was never good in studies. I, I always had a, a failure in my education life, you know, the failure in everything, you know. Like, I never had a good friends so, or, you know, your teacher never counted you as a good student, you know, everywhere. And now I'm
0: like, I, now sometimes I do
1: get like, oh. I think the reason that I was always failure is that to make me more strong, Wow. Yeah. You know? So I haven't seen that.
0: Wow. That's amazing. Um, So, you know, like me and my sister or my family in Nepal, we come here and we see something that really bothers us. And Mm -hmm. most of the time, we don't do anything about it. And I'm sure when you went to that jail, it really bothered you, right? And what was the point when you decided, you know what? I'm going to open that school for them.
1: I think uh, at that time, you know, because the thing was that, I was been thrown out from the college. you know, that was the shock for me, you know, and some way um, I had that tag on myself that I was a failure, mm. you know, um, somebody else can just ruin your life, you know, a teacher is never a successful teacher if he does not um, make a student who's, who has a failure in life, you know. You should never, uh, a teacher should never do a thing that, you know, where the student is such a good grade, you know, you can't uplift that. He's already good or she's already good, right? You should always focus on the child who's not good, Absolutely. you know. And that made me feel like, oh, that's not what's it's right, you know. And some way I had to prove myself that I am a, I some I was a loser, I was been thrown out, you know. I had to prove myself, no, I have something else capability. with you know. Mm. I had something that I could do it a leadership, a passion, mm-hmm. a dream that I could follow. And I so I had to prove my, especially that teacher, to say that, no, I can't do it. What did he tell you? No, because they just threw me out from the college. You know, they said me that I think, Bushpa, it's better for you to leave this college and find another college. I said, no, I'm going to come back. Yeah. You know, and that really made me like a big shot of my, because imagine if there were another child in that place, going to a good university having a you know having a family support but that child might have done a suicide no that's true you know that people people might yep. do so, because you can't cope with your friends it's embarrassing mm-hmm. You know. Especially in this culture. When
0: you're kicked out of school and you're a girl yeah. like my listeners might not know but there's a stigma with girls and you are
1: kicked out for bunking. Yeah. And that, on top of that it was a good college. You know, all your life they would say that, you know, so and so bash we had this girl who did this thing, so we threw her out. I had to prove them wrong that no. Yeah. You threw her out but she proved to be something else. So that made me, I had some way that, you know, but some way, yes, you know, seeing these kids, like, you know, seeing myself and how fortunate my life is, you know, having good parents, but still we do complain.
0: What I love about you, and there's a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck, and um, that was like one of Bill Gates' favorite books. and she talks about growth mindset and fixed mindset. There are two kind of people. Growth mindset are people who, when something bad happens, they say, it's not my fault. I can be better at it if I try and work harder. Fixed mindset is like, well, I could tell you, oh, this is wrong with you. And there's like, that's wrong with me. And that's my fault. And I can't change it. And with you, you have such a growth mindset. You were kicked out of school. And instead of like being brokenhearted, and instead of saying, oh, what am I going to do with my life? You are like, I have to prove them wrong. And even if I'm not good at education, I'm going to find out something that I'm good at. How did you learn that kind of, Resistance or that kind of mindset—is it your parents?
1: Or I think I parents? think I would say my parents, you know, because um because having an older brother, your sister, you know, um, because that's the thing I always tell them, you know, I had a wing that I would fly that was given by my father. Mm. He never clipped your wings No, 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 not even now. See, look, I'm thirty-four, 34, 35. You know, people who say like, oh, look at her, she's already old. Why she's not getting married or why she's not having a family? My dad said, it's all life. you know and that's I think and I feel very privileged Mm -hmm. to have a penis like them and um, maybe for me was more I was failure and I had a hope I would say that I can do something It's not that all the children who has 80 grades or A plus would do better Mm -hmm. you know but I think you need to follow your passion that's more important for
0: you you realized you were a fish and you weren't forcing yourself to climb a tree as society would tell you to climb a no, tree. No, no.
1: Right. I would never do. Now also I don't do it. Mm-hmm. You now also I will never do for society. I will just do for my kids because that's my identity. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. I can't make other people happy. I can make my kids happy. And I can't change the world, mm-hmm. being honest to you, but I can just change 45 life, 43 kids life. You know, that's more important.
0: Absolutely.
1: You know, you can't change the world. But at least these kids will go back to their family, you know, their society, that won't change. You know, and you need to have a quality of life for these kids. You can't just have them telling that, oh, you know, you're running a home with them. It's like a sheep, dog, cattle, everywhere, stuff. It's like, no. Give them a quality of life where they will respect their life. Mm-hmm. That I have a privilege of life. Just because my parents went to a prison, I got this good life.
0: Gave them hope.
1: Yes, yes. And know, hope you know. is everything. Everything. Hope everything. Is everything. everything. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's mm-hmm. one thing that people are losing. Absolutely. Now, you're, you know, people think that, oh, I can't do it. But you can't do it. You need to try. It
0: took you twelve years or ten years to get CNN Hero, and you were still going every day. Yes.
1: but the, the thing is that if I if I did not have win the CNN award, I would be doing. Yep. I would not have my dreams. I would not have this home for my kids. But I would, I'm very thankful that they believed on me. Mm. They had hope on me that what speech she gave, what she told that she'd make a butterfly home. She proved it, you know, and that's what I got. Another award, you know, they they appreciated what I said. Yeah. you know, and I think you need to have that thing.
0: I want to go back to twenty-one-year-old Pushpa, and so you were in the jail. What was that moment when you were like, you know what, I'm going to open this?
1: I don't know, like you know, if now I go back, you know, I think uh, at that time it's like you know, you're young, you know, you want, you think that you can do everything, you can prove, you know, but <laughs> some way, there are so many struggles on that phase of life. Yeah. You know, first thing is, are you sure what you are trying to do? For oh, were you sure though? I think I was not sure, but I think that made me like, oh, I need to do it, you know, I can do it, you know, but I uh, I never thought what will happen, what will be after five years, or even uh, next day, Yeah. because that's a big challenge for you to take the kids out from the prison, have them here to study and take them back, you know, so that's what I used to do on the program. But um, the first thing I would uh, see is that, you know, the first time when the kids came out from the prison, the smile on the kids, you know, and that made me like, you know, I've achieved something really big, you know, and that was the most important thing, you know, but after doing continuously, you know, you you face lots of struggle. What was you
0: know? your biggest
1: struggle? Definitely at 21 years old, 20, you know, your finance. Yeah. You know, the finance was the most important uh, Struggle that I faced and the, another thing was like, you know, you're not just dealing with the finance thing But you're dealing with the life, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. a, a kid's life, you know you, you don't know if anything happens, if they fall down, you know, tomorrow you are the one who's going to suffer, you know So there were lots of you know, rules and regulation terms and conditions by the government yeah. You know, so that was the challenging part, but some way, um, um, for me, I was very focused on what I was trying to do I was like Oh I have to be Like you know If you make a food also You know The food should be Like you know The portion should be right So that tomorrow They don't fall asleep So I think I think that was the thing I think But all these years When I look back I think I have The best memory of my life And best journey I would say Today when I stay here, I'm like I feel still Is this my house? You know It's it's beautiful Me and my
0: family Were talking How beautiful It looks like a resort
1: (laughs) Sorry because that's what I had, you know, all this um, 12 years, you know, I was being, um, almost we moved to five houses. Once you run a home for children, you know, the society looks at you, it's like, oh, she's running a home, you know, it's like, you know, all these kids are from prison, because, just because of their parents, you know. For me, I had to make them feel and even to make myself prove that when we get a donation from people, when we get fund from people, why can't we prove that we can do good? Yeah. Why there is always saying that there is a corruption, there is like, you know, all this false story. No, there is no. It you know, it's not, to, yeah. it's not that people are always making money. Yes, money gives everything, but on top of it, it it's giving something back to the kids' life also.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I kind of grew up in America and I never took violin classes or I never took all these classes. Even even
1: me, like, you know, I (laughs) went to good school here. I never had anything. Like, you know, I had to share everything with my sister. We were in her room, you know, a bed, you know, if, like, you know, normally what happens, like, if you have a dress, your sister wears the same thing. Yeah, no. 43 kids, everyone gets a new thing. 43 socks, everyone. Everything. Everything. Well... And it's a family out there, you know, it's a big family that comes with a various background of kids, you know? you know. So I think, yeah, we don't have to think. For me, it's like, you know, if, like, so we do get people out here, you know, and they say, oh, you know, can I get this thing? I'll get 10 of the socks. And I'm like, no, you want to get socks? Get for 43. Wow. You know, so those are the things, you yeah. know, like, you know, the kids have library, computer room, study room, like, you know, their own beds, you know, everything. If there's a toy, make sure that everyone gets it. So those are the that Which I never added uh-huh. so, But I always Tell like, them Respect Respect the thing That you are getting From the people Because people are Working hard to give you This like, I'm just the mediator Of my kids And my donor yep. You know the people Who are supporting me So I would say that way. Yeah.
0: I want to go back To when you're 21 Like I'm so fascinated Because I am 24 My sister is 22 And we I I think I'm still Like a baby I really do But you were just 21 and you decided to do something that no one had ever done here and you were I mean you hadn't earned any credibility how did you convince their parents that give me your kids I will give them a better
1: future um at that time like you know I think the most important thing uh, who played a very important role in my life is the jailer you know the prison uh, like the, the how did victim. you convince the jailer I don't know what he saw on me <laughs> you know, I don't know what he saw on me or you know the when I went and said that you know I would uh, actually I had approached him that can I go inside the prison and teach the child mm-hmm. you know because I had a feeling he said that that's something new for sure you two should take the children out of the prison you know take them outside because they are getting the same environment inside the prison I said like, wow what a good idea <laughs> you know he gave me I think that was the thing, but um, so I had a set up a room, I brought a, uh, like, you know, I had a room for $70 per month, Yes. Yeah. How so, did you get the money? So at that time, I had friends and family that we had $1,000, $1,000, like, you know, everyone will contribute 10,000 rupees, yeah. and so that's how, so most of my things were that because I have lots of stuff, toys and everything, so we had set up a room, So that's how, you know, things came up, you know, small room, very small, you know, we just had a small kitchen, a toilet, you know, and so like when the room was set up, but I always had this kind of like, you know, life, you know, like really child-friendly room, you know, colorful room that I always wanted to have, you know. So I went back to the prison and I said the jailer, okay, so I have a room that I would like to show you. And he said, are you serious? I said, yeah. So we had done a non-profit registration, everything out there was on the meantime. Yeah. So when he came to the Rami room, he was like very impressed. He said, Oh my god, it's such a nice, you know, like child-friendly room, and this and he said, Okay, it's my responsibility to make the parents convince and give you the child, you know. And he went back and he said that, you know, instead of your child just staying inside the prison, doing nothing, why don't you set this child outside the prison, like you know, morning at nine o'clock, and then they'll come back inside the prison? You know, so that's how and that's how the mother was convinced and because the, the The authority of the government said that, you know, and they would listen whatever he says, you know. So the first day when we went on a taxi, you know, we had balloons, toys and everything, Uh you know. And the kids were so happy to come out from the prison because, Uh like, I think some of the kids were born inside the prison. So they came out, you know, they sat on taxi. I think it was 60 rupees from uh, Kathmandu jail to Bhat You know, we got there and they were smiling and everything. But after an hour, they realized that, you know, they are separated from the parents, you know. And the day they cried, you know continuously they were crying and crying and for us it was like oh my oh, god they are crying you know and even our neighbour thought that we kidnapped some kids and we brought him we we're like no 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 for, you know they just came for a day time so after that day so after and on that day we just had for two to three hours then we took them back so for a week we did the same thing you know just to make them realize yeah. that you're just out for a day time after that you'll we'll go back to your family Okay. so then they realized and after that you know sometime when we had holiday they would wait for us in the bars in the, when auntie will come or mom will come oh. and pick up us You know, so that's how journey started slowly and one of my kids from there went to another orphanage you know where I got a chance to visit and I was like that's not yeah you know, that's not a place where my child would be proud of you. you know you should have a good environment you know so that's how Again, I had to rewrite my constitution book to say that I'll run a home, you know, well, but the running a home is a big challenge yeah. you know, for because I was normally doing 9 to 5 work, mm-hmm. right? And Saturday, Sunday, holiday, government day, holiday, but that was the biggest challenge. am I ready to run a home because it's 24 hours, 7 days, 365 That's days, huge, you know, yeah. and I said, well, why can't I? I can do it, you know, but in some way like you know, even my boards were like, Oh no, we shouldn't do it. I said, Let's do it. you know, why not? Let's try. We haven't tried, you know, We you don't know what's what's the result is going to be So that's we started with two kids. Ultimately you know started the we started taking more kids and coming up, so yeah, finally now we have forty-three. But we have kids like hundred and twenty to forty have gone back to their family. We do support them for their education. So I think at that time I had lots of challenge, you know. Physically, I would not say it because, you know, I I was a kind of a person like to do the hand stuff. But mentally, yes, it's a big risk. I mean, I'm trying to put myself in your position and just think
0: what I would do. Mm -hmm. So you were already doing this nine to five thing. And I've I've, I've talked to so many people with non-profit organizations for my podcast. And they say for years you don't get paid. And I'm sure you were not getting paid at all. And on top of that, you were just 21. You have no credibility. And on top of that, like, there's no CNN here. There's nothing, nothing right? Nothing. How did you decide or what was your mindset to be like, I'm going you to... Went, you went and saw an orphanage and saw that condition was not that good and I want to give a better hope for them, even if I have nothing to offer.
1: Like, how did you convince yourself? Um, Shrishni, I think the most important thing is that you. Uh, we should learn to be open. Mm. Okay? In terms of saying that... Um, yes at that time uh, the most um, crisis was the finance part mm-hmm. you know that was we huge yeah, yeah it's was huge because you know you're giving them food and everything education everything you know and what I believed is that if you're open your hands are open you know things will come in here and you should give it off you know we have been so selfish that we, everything is like for me mm-hmm. you know, everything you want for yourself you know I was very fortunate that I did not have to think about my pocket money mm-hmm. because I was financially supported by my parents mm-hmm. because that's our culture, right? Mm-hmm. In, in Nepali culture, is that. But I never took advantage of my parents. Mm-hmm. Still now, I do. I'm simple. I don't like things doing so much thing fancy thing. You know, I would rather save that money for future for my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what my mentality was. I mean, I was very simple, I used to wear casual pants, because there were no expenses on myself. Mm-hmm. You know, normally I don't do anything, I do like, I would just put a, like Johnson cream, just put it <laughs> up, I'm out. Yeah. You know, I don't have so much expenses for myself. So, I had lots of money for myself, you know, I But, that's not a family business right it's organization you need to have a system everything and that time yes we had i had to personally face lots of thing that um, now when i think i do get a boost bomb mm, now I would some, that, of no, no, no. some of the things Some of the like you know when um, most importantly i think i would say financially i was very weak at that point you know then um, at that time even for me to have that house rent 70 dollar wall like Who's going to give me money? Mm -hmm. Who's going to help me? Who's going to give me donation that I could, you know, I would wait for someone to come and say, we are ready to give you this money. But I was always open, there was somebody else in my door. Mm -hmm. Always, always wish to believe or not, always people who are willing to support me because they believed in my dream. Still now, still now, now when I see like $70 more, more important that now. Mm-hmm. because that was your struggling phase. That was your point when you think and when you hope that nothing is going to work. Somebody who used to come on my door and say, Pushpa, I'm ready to do this, but can I get you a grocery? And that would make me ready for a month. You know, people would call me on and say, Oh, I'll pay you pay your six month housing. I'm like, Oh, not for six months, you know. Well, so they are people with good heart. Do you believe in faith? Oh yes, of, course, of yeah. course. If I don't believe in faith I would never be here. I do believe in faith, karma of my life is the most important thing. What you do it now, would you see now? You will not see in next life. Absolutely. You know, people will take like whatever you in my previous life, no, you will see in this life. You know, that's what I will see. Mm -hmm. You know what I've struggled. Yes, now also Mm -hmm. I do struggle at this point. But now things have settled Mm now. Right? But now there is something is struggle. You know the struggleness is, is something else, but at that point, you know when you are twenty, when you your friend don't trust you, your society was thinking that you are crazy doing all this thing. You know, for how long you are going to run this place? Yep. For a year, for two year, you know. But you need to have continuously thinking that no, I can do it. You know, it's just that one day you'll fall, but you need to get up and do it again. You know, I will see in that way.
0: What was the hardest point? And like I'm sure you
1: faced a lot
0: and what was the point when you almost broke
1: of the 12th journey of the 12 years yeah. of journey i think when the earthquake hit this place
0: mm.
1: because we were having this construction work going on for for like almost we had 15 working on the side you know the house was coming up I was so excited you know I said oh my dream's house is coming every day I used to come stay here uh, look at the house uh, and you know make myself that happy that oh my house is coming up you know but I think nothing had uh, made me feel so weaker uh, nothing could make me feel that I was a loser nothing could make me feel that I was a failure or nothing could make me feel that I was a broken but the thing that really made me broke was the nature. Mm. Nature is something that you can challenge. Mm-hmm. I think nothing could, nothing in my 12 years of journey, I think nothing has challenged me. Not even my mind, not even my heart. You know, the, you know I think heart and mind is something that if they that would challenge you, you will break down. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, nature is something that challenged me and with 46 seconds, everything went down. You know, so after a week, I came back. I never had that courage to come and look at this house, you know. So I came back, I think mean, literally I was, I fell down on that ground, you know, and I was crying, you know, saying that, oh my God, what happened? You know, everything is gone. Like, you know, so it's not that all the people enjoy your success. There are people who don't enjoy your sauces. There are people who will pull your legs. There are people who will make fun out of you. There are people who will say that, this is impossible, push back. Mm -hmm. You know? But for me it was like, no, everything is possible. You know? So that was the thing. And at that time I had um, almost like um, to raise $200,000 to finish this construction, Mm -hmm. you know? So the thing was that in all my life, I have never written a proposal. I've never approached any donors or fund or anything, you know. So, so there was a person, uh, there was a person Germany, a Christian lady, Christian from Germany, you know, who had said that, oh, you know, there's a foundation. Her mom knew that those people from the foundation, they would give fund, you know, because, the earthquake hit had uh, happened and everything and they said that oh you can write a proposal and everything two page of proposal so I submitted the proposal with the budget like it was almost like 400,000 dollars I said, no way they'll give you 400,000 dollars to finish this building you know but I said, earthquake? after the yeah. earthquake I said but let's try why not you yeah. know if they have said it why don't we try so it was two pages of proposal you know so the earthquake Work. like you know we were having shake and everything you know the house was like you know everything was coming down and I was like oh my god my dream is gone I don't know should I put a plastic and stay yeah. in this house and everything you know so after a month they emailed me that um, oh we approved to give you that yeah. much money and I was like no and they said yeah you know, so they printed out the late, so we printed out the later so that we are ready to give the, for reconstruction of this butterfly home, $400,000. I could still not, I was living in the tent, so all my night I used to take that um, paper and read that, zero. is that writing or you just 000, four hundred dollars $4,000 or this thing, you know, because, so That's those amazing. are, So they just gave me, so it's hard for kinder from Germany, they gave me the money and I was like, you know, so, so these things happen, you know, so you need to feel positive, Yeah. you know, and never leave home. So finally, yes, so everything was coming up, my house was going up, so yeah, that's how my life is. After the earthquake, right, I'm sure, I mean, you
0: got that money, which is amazing, and, you know, but I'm sure that few months when... How did you get out of bed? What did you tell yourself to get out of bed and give yourself Oh,
1: uh, Sorry, I was not in a bed, I was in a plastic tent, you know, it was like literally a plastic tent that I, we was staying in the ground, you know. For almost for three to four months, I was into depression. Yeah. I never came out from the ground. The one thing I used to do is have a bottle, have a half water, just look at the bottle.
0: Mm.
1: All my day. If that shakes, then there's an earthquake. So I had a big shot of my life because having these kids on top of you, you know, all your life your parents is taking care of you, but at this point, you know, you are taking care of these kids, you know, and you see your house is being down, you know, your the house that you are staying in a rented, things have changed, you know. So I was into a big depression for almost for six to seventh month. I was in a debt. Like, you know, everything had settled down. My kids were living in the room, I was still living outside the, the tables, you know, in a table. Because I was such a big shot. After that, I went, I was in, I think, I've, after that, I went to Australia for for talk program then my kids packed the tent and they kept it you know but still now i do get those kind of fear you know but the thing was that when i got the money and this thing you know and my kids said that mama everything is going to be right still now i do get that fear when i enter awesome i i do like oh my god if anything happens you know uh, yes 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 yes. and for me the most um because Mm -hmm. my My dad, my brother was not here. um, They all were traveling. My mom and my sister, niece and nephew were in home, my sister-in-law. So that was another shock, you know, if I lose my parents, you know, what I'm going to do. So it was kind of a big trauma. But, uh, you know, I think somewhere to see my kids around me happy, for them, it was more like camping. You know, living on the ground, camping, playing. You know, you can hear the fox, you know, howling everything. And for the kids, it was like one... But for me, it was like, you know, I had the fear.
0: You saw your dream collapse in front of your face.
1: That um, is hard. It's, it's like, I'm like, you know, 46 seconds. I would always say in my life, 46 seconds is the thing that changed my life.
0: You, yeah, like when we were not recording, you said everything happens for a reason and everything, something positive comes out of it. What is the positive
1: that you saw out of that situation? faith i think faith is something that i would say you know because these people have never seen or seen me they've never seen this place you know the faith on me giving that fun to build rebuild my dream that pushback. things happens you know like but it always happens for a reason we have faith only that we, what you know it's a money but at least having that trust, mm-hmm. getting that trust from that people that they have never seen me. Mm-hmm. Still now they haven't seen me. You know, just on a photo or this thing, you know. I think faith is something that I would see.
0: And I think God tests you sometimes.
1: Oh yeah, I think more than God, I think that nature would test <laughs> you, you know. So I think that's the thing, you know, I said that nothing has challenged me. Swasti. Even my parents who gave me a birth, you know, they know my character, they know my behaviour. You know, even I proved them wrong. They said, no, Pushpa, whatever you're doing is not going to work out. But I think nature is something which is true. You can't fight with nature. I think, but nature gave me that challenge to make me feel that, you know, Pushpa, we did this test on you so that you could raise that money and build your dream. Yeah, even yeah. better, right? Yeah, even better. Now see all the houses, like you know, all the pillars are carbon fiber and everything is the, I think so. Even God is like, you know, we are making, you, you're you making your house because, but we want to make it very strong so that, you know, we'll give you a hip yeah. so that you get the rest of the fun and make it more strong. Yeah. You know, so I think you have to be positive. And you said, like, um, nothing faced you like nature, but I'm sure when you
0: first started out, your parents were not that happy with you either. What was your dad's reaction, and how did you convince them eventually?
1: Um, I think um, coming back from a business background of your parents, you know, my brother, my father, mother, sister, law, know, is into business, I think people, the people who... Enjoy doing their stuff. They think that's the best job. They <laughs> and they think that oh, making money is the best job. But I think you know, when I see my parents working everything, I know they're making money, but are they really enjoying their life? Mm-hmm. You know. But I think we we're, we're just making money for our family. Mm-hmm. You know, we have trips, we go out. You know, we have good meal. But that was not the thing that was satisfying my life.
0: Mm.
1: You know, the thing is that I, I was always looking for to be satisfied for my life. And when I told my father that I would like to do this thing, he said, you No. Know, he said, All this year you went to good school, you had a good life, everything is to go and do somebody else's kids, look after somebody else's kids. On top of that the kids from the prison tomorrow if anything happens, Pushpa, you'll be inside. And Father's like, no, 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 daddy, I can do it, you know. So he said, no, I don't agree. But some I think my mom was a strong pillar for me. She said that, no, Pushpa, do it. If you believe on yourself, do it. You know, your dad is always the same. Like, every time, the same penis is that. I think that's the thing. Uh, now, at this point, yeah, I'm sure my dad's like, happy doing. Yeah, what i Yeah, his reaction when he wants to end in hero? I think the reaction that I got from my parents... My dad, he never speaks a lot. He's kind of a soft, hard person, I would say. He doesn't he doesn't know what I'm doing also. He's into so much into his work and everything, which I do respect. Yeah. It's not that he doesn't care about it. Because he is making money to give me a good life. He's mm-hmm. making his business into so that I'll have a better life, you know, whatever he's doing it to have a better life for the family. I think the, uh, all my childhood, you know, like... Um, my kind, dad was kind of a strict, like he doesn't speak much, but um, I never had that kind of um, really um, I had a good bonding with my father, with like giving mm-hmm. everything, but um, not as a bonding like, you know, getting right. hugs, yeah. you know, those kind of thing, you know. I think the best thing that I could see him gave me was that um, when I came back from the um, yeah. award, from the first award that I came to airport was that he gave me a hug,
0: Aww. I know,
1: so that was the best thing for me, like, you know, getting a hug from my father, and which, like, I would say that too, which was another award for me, and, and I'm sure that made me, him feel that, you know, I proved him some way wrong, but made him feel proud, that, yeah. Yeah, made him feel proud that, you know, what I was doing, I was doing good, and I think the and another second award that I got when I was here, I think the first time, the second time, my father, I saw him crying, you know, and uh, the first time I saw him crying was when I failed my school, early, leaving certificate so exam, and second time, I saw him when I got the second award, and I, and I said, oh, and I, you know, wait, the second, I said, oh, you're crying, and he said, no, it's so cold, and I said, no, it's not cold, you know, so that was the thing, you know, so that, so I just saw me, you can melt your father's. You know, when we see your father as a strong figure, you know, men don't cry. They don't cry, but they do cry on the enjoyment of your achievement for your kids, I would say in that way. That is so
0: beautiful. I almost
1: cry. <laughs> I mean, like in my family, men don't really cry either, and they're very not emotional. Um, my dad is like, my dad is the head of my family, you know, so he's kind of a person, uh, he's like, the front, well, right? Yes, yes, he's like strong person who doesn't speak much, you know, but suddenly your daughters can make you melt down. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm, I'm so, in Nepal, education is looked
0: up with so much integrity and it, like, if you are a doctor, or engineer, your family's proud of it, that's why I know so many people and it makes me so sad that they choose a major for their family and we talked about it before and especially now there's no SLC but before SLC is like a 10th grade exam and if someone failed there were people who would commit suicide and I'm sure there are still people who commit suicide because they are not good at education but they might be great at art they might be great at something else what advice would you give to someone who is not good at education and they don't have your mindset I think you're so I'm going to ask you later of how you built it but you I feel are in a different category, but like for someone who don't have confidence, like Puspa Basne
1: does, what advice would you give to them? I think, um, what advice I would not give them, but I would rather give to their parents. Yeah. You know, that don't put your dreams, don't put your pressure on your child. You know, tomorrow, because when you put that pressure on your kids, they will put the pressure on their kids mm-hmm. you know so i would see in that way but normally i would tell him uh, like you know like when we gave SLC, like you know i had one year loss you know so it's a, a big tag on yourself like oh you failed in the SSC, you know like so what's a big deal if i fail you know so that's the thing i would say you know but the thing best part because i failed in SLC math Next year, my sister gave it, so she also failed, you know, <laughs> she failed in two maths, you know, so we had a plus one. you know, but I think the most important thing was that uh, it's not a big deal in failing in your life, it's just an exam, and you can't judge a person just starting for a year and doing three hours of exam, you can't start, even the teachers can't, like, you know, find what that child has an ability. It's true. I, I you know, you. even I now when I used to like, you know, I have my daughter, she's like, today she had math, you know, exam. Yesterday night she said, oh, mama, I have to start. I said, go and sleep. I said, what if you can do it? Do it. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. You're, even all my kids, you know, I never give them pressure for the exam. I said, whatever you're doing. Like, whenever I go to school to take the college, like, oh, she failed in two something. <laughs> I'm like, fine, she'll good, you know because don't give pressure to your kids yeah even i tell my older kids this year i have two kids who's giving sec exam i said don't worry whatever happens happens for a good reason try your best you know we should learn to learn and make this accept also to to make the kids feel that you should learn to accept the failure silicon valley is one of the most
0: um renowned place in the world like Apple, Facebook is there and their motto is fail forward. They realize in like companies like Google that you have to fail and the only way you're going to create or innovate is by failing and here it's like if you fail it's end of the world. Like, no, my, because no, that's
1: not what business have said. Mm-hmm. See my life, like when I look at my life, mm-hmm. all my fungal. I would not say from class 1 till class ten fail. Still, I do have class ten report card, you know. Like last time, I was going. Oh my god, I failed five subject. I said, should I put it on Facebook, you know? And I. You said, no should. You, know? you should. I think it will help other people to no, feel better about. Yeah. Now. So those are the thing, you know. And I'm like, you know, a person I wish, wish,ed all my life, you know. I never had that courage to go and speak in front of even one teacher. All my class, all my childhood. Like you know, when we had to reason. News in front of these three hundred students, God damn! You know I could not sleep all my night. Now, now I'm like in, in front of like five to six thousand people. Like you know, even the CNN last the the first one. You know I had to speak. I was like, oh, this is my place. You know this is my yeah. time. You need to enjoy what you have. And I think failure is something that would lead you to, success. but. Or failure also you should not leave that hope yeah you, you can, can fail you, but don't you leave, leave that hope mm-hmm. you, you should always feel that if I fail I should learn to do don't repeat that same mistake mm-hmm. try some other technique absolutely fail forward yes yes I think that's the thing you know when I look at my life every time I fall I do fall yeah. and it's not that I don't fall now also I do fall you know now do like you know after the second award that I received you know the main donor who was supporting me For my kids, I know they were sponsoring like 27 kids. The main donor backed out. I was like, that gave me a big shot of my life. You know, so that's, but you need to learn to accept it. You need to learn to tell them thank you for all this eight to nine years you supported. One door closed, another open. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you can always see that the door which is closed and say that, oh, there's not, there's not going to be another door open. It's like a problem and you go yeah. find a solution. You find a solution. I think that's the thing that we should learn to accept. Yeah. And even parents should teach the child to teach that not to accept the reality of life, that if you fall, you need to get up.
0: One thing about you that I love and I want to apply in my life is you don't judge yourself. And I'm just looking at you, I'm like, I've, you know, we've spent some hours together and like we follow in social media and you're so, I think our biggest enemy is ourselves, and we judge ourselves so much and we criticize ourselves so much and while you fail, you did not judge yourself. Right now, you're not judging yourself. How did you... Build that mindset
1: were you always like this or no I think always I was like this I, think, you know even in my childhood life you know my mom always used to tell me that I was kind of a girl who was like you know always getting pushed up you know and if I like if I don't want to do something I would never do it but if I want to do something I would do it anyhow I have to do it mm-hmm. if I want something I would get crying, anything I would get that mm-hmm. thing you know so that was my character but um the character what really made me today is that a person like failure is the character that made me because I had all my siblings who were all outstanding, mm-hmm. you know, good in story, good in looking, wise, everything. And I was kind of a person, fan, you know, kind of a, like, you know, kind of a darker, darker. There's course, a yeah. Stigma yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and for me was like... So I should learn to accept myself that I am a beautiful person inside beautiful yeah yes I am yeah that's the reason I have 43 life attached to me mm. I should be happy what I am you know uh, just to have one child in your life you get such a big impact you know but having 43 life from somebody else you know gene mm-hmm. I have a good gene that I'm accepting this kids. So that's how I would see it. You know, and I think that's the thing and I think I feel myself I'm I'm good. I'm a good mom, you know, I'm a strict mom, you know, I'm a good friend for my kids, for my older kids. I love being around with my kids and the thing is that what really makes me happy? People don't realize that, you know, people say that I want to do this thing because I want people to be happy. Mm-hmm. No. You know, the most important thing is that you have to be happy then you can make other people happy. It's true. Honestly, Shushri, I'm doing this work for myself. Why? Because this is what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Some, there was not somebody else who said, me that, oh, Pushpa, you should do this. No, this is my choice of my life. So I should enjoy doing and this. And you part. own up to it. Right? Yes, 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 yes. yes. I, I'm very happy to do this thing. Because I think now if I don't do it, I don't enjoy it. It's kind of an addiction for me.
0: How can one find purpose? I think the thing with West or America is like people are, people have everything and they're still so unfulfilled and they don't know what their purpose in life is. And like me and my sisters, we talk about that too. But how can we find our calling? Or how did you know that you found your calling?
1: I think um, my life calling would be, or like, you know, somebody's like, give a smile for somebody else. Like, you know, go and, seize, go and see somebody else's life, how fortunate your life is. Mm-hmm. You know, give, th- give him, a, just hug, that's more important. Yeah. You know, that's more important for, and that you would get that energy from those kids' life. You know, your, I would say like, I do get people who wants to come into volunteer, who wants to come and see, you know, and they would see that. More than having them, you know, all the good job, money, everything, when they come to display, they and say, "Oh my God, they had such a beautiful life." You know, being a child and being growing up with all these 43 kids, you know, it's one of the best journey of your life.
0: So for you, it's like. When you do this, you see their smile, and that makes you feel yes. good. Yes, it makes me
1: feel good, it makes me feel that I have to work more hard, I have to follow their dreams, you know, okay. so what they want to do, you know, and make them believe that they can do it, and make them feel that they are a the special kid.
0: So for someone who's trying to find their purpose in life, instead of trying to find that one thing, find thing that will make them happy, make Just, them smile, and continue yeah, that passion. Yeah,
1: because... When you find a happy within yourself, then you can find happy in others' mm. life. You know, the thing is that people, I'm not saying but people who are, like, you know, who really wants to be very rich people, they always, it's very difficult for people to get a good sleep. Yeah. True. For me, I swear, if I go anywhere, I can just fall asleep. <laughs>
0: because I really enjoy what I do. So you're not holding on to a position or how what people will say.
1: And I don't have to see that whether my money is going up or down.
0: Yeah,
1: sure. You know, I don't have to see my stock market, what's going up and what's going down. Mm-hmm. The stock market of my life is my kids. Are they a bit happy? That's how I measure my market. Sure. What know?
0: advice would you give to a 21-year-old pushback who's mm-hmm. just starting out?
1: I would tell them... Follow your dreams. Most important, you need to follow your dreams.
0: What if they don't have a dream?
1: No, they would have a dream.
0: Uh, you no. know, no. Uh, look, a lot of people say, I don't know what I want to do. That's the answer
1: when you ask them. No, I do get some of my kids, older kids, they, they do tell me the same thing. So yesterday when I was trying to see, you know, how to make them feel, you know. So I would say that for those kind of people, you know, just stay in the ground. Just stay in an open ground and just stay and watch. You know, some way you will think. Some way you will think that what really you want to do. What really makes you... that you should follow. It take time. And it comes in unexpected Yeah, yeah, too. yeah. You know, you know, there are people who would say that, you know, that was the reason what really called me up and I started doing it. Maybe, you know, because I was, at that age I was very... Naughty, you know, I was not stable, you know, so mm-hmm. that was the reason, you know, but now, if I was not doing this work at this age, you know, I would, it would be 20% of the 100% that I would do this work.
0: What, what do you think you would do if you weren't in prison that day? Do you think it would be
1: similar? No, I think I would do my business. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Some my dad think that I should get back to the family business. <laughs> no, nah this is what my life
0: is. I think you'll be good at it because running an organization is way harder than running a business.
1: I I love being on my own world, Disney world, this is a Disney world for me so I'm happy to be here. I don't want to
0: do anything. I think the saddest thing is seeing someone who has the potential to be the next Pushpa and they are now following their dream and doing a business or something and it's the saddest thing is like I think if they die one day and if they get to see the potential or the person that they could be. And they are not because of their decision. And I think my wish with this podcast is more people will follow their dream, follow their curiosity and go in that journey. And like you said, for 12, like eight or nine years, no one knew what you were doing. And you had to sell your bangles. You had to go through so much hard times. and. You still did it and that's what made you who you are.
1: Yes, that would be true and but I think um uh, now when I look at back, you know, twelve years, it just took me twelve years to come here. Yeah? Twenty four hours, three hundred and sixty-five days, you know, no family gathering, nothing. But it will not take me one second to fall down. Mm. You no, know, It's easy to climb mount areas. It's <laughs> it's difficult to stay on them. So make sure that you climb slowly climb slowly, you know, meet people, learn from the experience, you know, share your story mm-hmm. with them, get their story that you will not repeat that mistake, you mm-hmm. know. So that should be there. So you're constantly learning and yes, yes, I'm how important is it to be humble? A lot of people will lose their identity
0: or who they are when they get in the flash light and instead of like guiding from inside out, they will let their destiny be guided by outside in. For you, you are the same
1: person and how are you able to be the same person? I think I have set a line in that. I would. Say What's that. the line? The reality of my life is that I'm mother of this 43 kids that I was before and here. You know, so even for my kids, I would say that, um, you know, after 10 o'clock and before 4 o'clock, that's the job that I would give people, like you meet people. But mm-hmm. after 4 o'clock, I would never do it because I'm in law. You know, so that's the thing, I would do it. Yeah, and, and we were here at 9.30. Yeah. So we've been planning for weeks. Yeah, so I told you, know, so I said, my kids will go to school, you come in. Yep. So that's what I'll do it. And I think we have to be very humble. I'm, I'm, um, I would not say I'm scared of this thing, but, you know, I don't want my kids to feel that, you know, with this limelight and name and fame, Mamu is not that same person. Mm. I want my kids to feel that she is the same person eight years back who used to play with us pillow fight. You know, I have to be a same mom. I can't be fake mom for my kids. I can't put something that I would show two face to my kids. You know, I would say that. So
0: beautiful. And it shows that you're not doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're doing it because you so desperately want to give them that hope that you wish you had and the belief that you wish people
1: believed in you. Yes, Srishti. And the thing is that because my kids have seen too mom, a mom who's inside the prison, lost hope, lost dream, people don't believe her, people think the society is not that society. And they've seen another mom who is a mom of a karma, mm-hmm. who thinks that she can do anything, she can work hard, she has a big family, so my kids can replicate too. You know? So I want my kids to respect both the mom. Mm-hmm. The mom who is who is inside, the mom who is who is outside. It's the choice of their life. If you work hard, you, you will have this mom, you know, but you need to learn from that mom that you know what, what she's going through, the pain. Yeah. Why don't
0: kids stay there? I mean, um, do the kids not go with the relatives? So is there a reason why they stay in prison? No, no. no. The, the, the,
1: the kids have right for five years old to stay with their parents. Okay. You know, but sometimes what happens if the mother kills the father, the family will not accept. Um. The reality is that. Nepali they would not accept no. you know, so that's, that's the that's a stigma in the family. Yeah, that's a stigma in the family and which is true I would say. But some day they should feel very fortunate because of their parents went to the prison, they are getting a better life. Which they would not have even if they were with their families. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but they do visit their family. Every three months we write letter to their parents, every three months we send photograph to their parents. Every Saturday, they do get a call from their parents. So we make sure that we have a good bonding with their parents. Because that's how I put the thing on their head. If I tell them, oh, your parents is bad because they're criminals, they didn't know. I say, your parents is like a quarter. Because they went inside so that you could have a good life. Why? Because they didn't have lack of opportunity, lack of education, so those kind of things. So you have to tell the kids in a such a way, make a story, mm-hmm. tell them that, you know, Things would be light. And let
0: them not be a judge. And I think that you're so good with that. Thank you. Um, I want to ask another question. As a Nepali woman, like I'm 24 and people are like, oh, when are you going to get married or when are you going to have kids? And I'm sure you get that question a lot. Um, what is your answer and what do you how what do you see yourself in the next five
1: years? Um, I think um, it's late for me. But um, I think my, especially if my parents don't ask me, I don't have to justify other people that am I getting married? Am I doing uh, having kids of this day? But I think being a single is the best journey of yes. your life. You can do anything. But I'm very uh, privileged that I have daughter. I would say that um, I'm a single mom, so I'm very proud to be a single mom, and. Um, Some way in five years, I think, yes, I would get married. I would say I would get married and I'm happy to find a person in my life. But um, some way I'm like, oh, you know, you can't have two sweets on the two hands. (laughs) You know, so for me, I'm kind of a person like, you know, this is my life. This is my identity, you know. So with this identity, I don't want to lose this identity. I would rather have this identity as a 43 mom that I haven't decided. But if someone comes who embraces your journey? And it's very difficult. Buy one, get 43 feet. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. No, 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 I think, you know, I think if, because when I see my father, you know, he's the one person I would see. You know, my father is one, someone I would see. And definitely my brother, you yeah. know, has been a very supportive to me. You know, it's very difficult. A person who doesn't understand your own gene, I think it's difficult. But I will. Let's wait. You know, but wait. I think yeah, I'm happy with my kids. <laughs>
0: um, any advice would you like to give to
1: your kids? Oh, I would love to give my kids that um, I'm very proud of you guys. You know, I'm very blessed that you know we've become a very good family. And thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to you know be your mom as a karma mom. And I love oh. my kids last Thank question you.
0: what is your definition of
1: courage the definition of my courage would be a failure you know for me my life is such a thing i would say failure is it. but courage is something that you just jump on it yeah. you don't think about it second time you know what's a you die or you be alive well wow. you know Make a decision and no matter what you are going to stick yes, to that decision. You need to make a decision. You need to have that courage from your heart that you can do it. Yeah. Nothing is going to stop you from that. Thank you so thank much you, thank you. Julie, thank it
0: was you. so much fun. <sighs> thank you. Hey you guys, thank you so much for listening to Push episode. And if this episode has added value in your life in any way, shape or form, then please, please, please subscribe leave a comment and shoot me at limitlessgrid at gmail.com with any questions or if you want to collaborate. So have a great day, everyone.